1: I'm here. (laughs) You know, I'm not just a slow learner, I think, at this point. I'm a fucking idiot. You texted me saying, how does my Nats under look right now as soon as they traded away Scherzer and Trey (laughs) Turner and Kyle Schwarber just for the hell of it? And I was like, son of a bitch, I bet that was one of your top plays this year, wasn't it? Another another one that I did not play. I mean, I I have you on. I give out your gems to the masses. I direct people to callmemrx.com. I've got the 20-year history of you clipping at an 86% rate on these things, and I never go to the window. I must hate money, Mr. X.
2: Hate it. Well... My thought was you were smarter than that. My thought was that one year back in 03, I think. Right. You took all eight, you went seven and one, you were kind of pissed about the one, <laughs> and you retired as the all time percent leader. I thought that was your strategy.
1: I don't recall being pissed about missing the one. But if I was...
2: Because it went down to like the last weekend. I guess I I was
1: getting greedy. I guess I was getting greedy. You know, picks that I had no hand in whatsoever. I had (laughs) just gotten to know you. And there I was at a TGI Friday's underneath an office building at Tyson's Corner, getting a nice thick envelope from you. And how could I be mad about anything at that point? What a dick I was.
2: And as I recall... You were a little bigger player back then than you are now.
1: <laughs> I don't know. You know, you get to a certain point in life where if you bring in too much tertiary income, it gets noticed by the War Committee, and they're mm-hmm. like, hey, where'd that come from? You know, your tastes get, get more expensive, so therefore your gambling needs to rise to meet that, and then it becomes, you know, a bit of an interesting discussion. But anyways, I'm an idiot. So w- which uh, so what was the over-under on the Nats this year? 80-
2: 84 and, a half. and by the way, but what you just said is you're finally starting to really learn what I've always said about only bet what you can, you can afford, afford to win. win
1: right, <laughs> exactly. right. If you if you can't afford to win that much, then don't you know both. when you bring it in your house, it's going to be an issue. So what what are they on pace now to win?
2: The Nats? Oh, I don't know. They're they're in what mid seventies
1: and falling fast um, <laughs> with what's left of their team, right? Yeah, there's seven under five hundred. So uh, that was when they were going well. So
2: that I, I never count anything until it's in. But I certainly like where we are on that one.
1: The hay's not in the barn, but it's stacked up in nice bricks outside the door. And that sold the barn. So <laughs> exactly. All right. So that was was that your top player? Just one of them? No,
2: no. That okay. was about fourth or fifth this okay.
1: year. Okay. Uh, how's the top play looking?
2: Top play isn't going to go to. This is an interesting year because more plays are going to go down to the wire than I would like. I always tell you if they're not over when football kicks off, it wasn't a good pick. Right. Um, but I got out of the top, the winners are easy winners, mostly. The losers are going to go to the – or the, the ones that aren't easy winners are going to go, go to the, to the, the end so
1: Okay. It could, really,
2: it could really swing a lot in the last yeah. last month, which is not what I want. I no. Get
1: over well, you've got standards. Sure. you got standards. But you know what, though? That's still a pretty damn good year when there's no screaming losers that are absolutely going off the cliff in flames, that the losers well, are still far. in there throwing punches. <laughs> which is that one? Oh, we took the Red Sox under. Crash and burn mm. hard on
2: that for sure. That is the only real, real loser. The rest of the losers, the rest of them will be tight, but the winners are pretty easy. The Nats, yeah. the um, the Braves under. Um, most of the winner, some of the winners are home early and easy, and that's what you want.
1: So you're a former Nats season ticket holder. Former, right? Mm-hmm. You're no longer?
2: First year. This is my first year in the team's history that I don't have them. Okay. Correct.
1: How do you feel about the trades that sent Scherzer and trade Turner away? For me, the Scherzer one hurts because I think he is Mr. National. He is the face of the franchise since they came here, even more so than Zimmerman and way more than Strasburg or Harper. Um, but I knew it was coming. Everyone with a brain knew it was coming. The Trey Turner thing hurts more because he was sort of my tier two absolute fave, but I guess they fucked up that contract negotiation because they let it get too far down the road, right?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, look, I don't mean to be uh, all hindsightful, but it's nice. The main reason I played the Nats big under was because I felt like they were 500 club at best. And unless they got a silly hot start, Scherzer was gone. And this team without Scherzer is a sub 500 club. So that was the easy part. Um, As far as the deal goes, uh, you know, you had to trade Scherzer. You had to. Turner still had another year under club control. And, you know, when you win World Series and you win championships, one of the keys is having those real producing guys in the early years that you're not paying a lot for. And so it kind of was a little frustrating because another year out of Turner was a steal. But I think once, and this might be common. Uh, the knowledge now, but once they found out Strasburg was hurt worse than they thought and he's right. doing the surgery, they wrote off next year too. And at that point you might as well go for it. And the Dodgers gave them a lot. The Dodgers gave up a lot. So I know it's hard to lose Scherzer's and Turner's, but this is the first time they've actually made that move that they should make. I mean, they let Harper walk, they let Rendon walk. Right. I just knew they couldn't do it again because yeah. they have a bottom four farm system. And this was their chance to retool it, and it's hard, but um, they needed to do this.
1: How did the uh, how, how did they get to be so bad at the farm system? By trading away guys to get pieces on their run to a World Series?
2: Combination, I would say, of two things. One is, yes, what you just said a few times going for it. But really, when they made their first playoff in 2012, that was a nine-year run where it, They never had a, we quit year. Those we quit. And the one time they did quit, it was late August. And that was just a a money saver. So they, when you run eight or nine times like that, and each year just trade away a little bit, it really adds up. And next thing you know, you look down in the farm and you go, where is everybody? Yeah.
1: Well, how are the Dodgers able to do this? Not just payroll wise, but also in terms of farm assets wise.
2: That's a great question. I mean, this franchise is as loaded as loaded can be. The, the um, Dodgers. The Dodgers, Oh, they're yes, com-
1: they're comically overloaded oh, God, yes. right now. Yeah,
2: they're trying to figure out where to put their all-stars. They don't, <laughs> they don't have spaces for them. They have um, – and, and, and what's weird about the Dodgers is, I mean, their two best players, Bellinger and Betts, are having their worst seasons in their career – and they're you know they're only going to win you know a hundred plus, and now they just added Scherzer. Oh my God! I mean it's, but they have such a deep farm that they could trade away for Scherzer, and while they they gave away some good players, they still got a good farm. So it's a combination of money, and also I mean their farm has just been loaded, yeah. so that allows you to get you know more top heavy. Oh my gosh, they have four guys starting. I noticed the other day. In the infield, that all played in the All Star game, <laughs> and their best infielder Seager was, you know, due back any day from from uh, injury, to give them five starting All Star infielders.
1: Yeah,
2: um, I think today they moved Mookie Betts to second base for the first or second time in his career. It's stupid how loaded they yeah. are, and, and, and yet, by the way,
1: and yet they're three games back still yeah. in their oh, own yeah. division.
2: Well, Cody Bellinger's hitting like, you know, fifty points below Mario Mendoza, as they say. I mean, it's ridiculous. He's hitting like a buck fifty. That's crazy. And Betts is having the worst year of his career. But they're so loaded. You know, you show me any other team whose two best hitters have the worst year of their career and, and they're they're throwing in the towel. Right. Um, they're just so loaded, it's crazy. And by the way, when they you know, it's I'm always a believer in postseason short series. It's all about who's the who the one two you throw out. That's how the Nats won with Scherzer Strasburg. You got to throw out the one two. The the Dodgers, if he gets healthy, are going to throw out uh, Scherzer Kershaw, the two best in the last ten years, with Bueller and Urias, the two best this year, coming three and four.
1: Are you writing off Bauer? I don't think he's going to play again for them. I and mean,
2: here's why it's easy to have morals when you're loaded <laughs>
1: <laughs> for if sure you're
2: a team that needs him suddenly you're all about second chances and all that other stuff but you can look good to the fan base when Trevor Bauer is your fifth best starting pitcher
1: that's ridiculous by the way you're you're uh, I don't did you read all the details of that case
2: uh, my dodger buddy filled me in i didn't read him myself but he gave me the lowdown and yeah it's it's you it's- know why
1: you know why this is the perfect storm of bad because yeah. it looks really bad he beat the shit out of this girl but there is a paper trail of her asking for it Oh, so God. so yeah. how so how do you score that exactly? In today's hypersensitive world of domestic violence, but here she is some screaming hot 25-year-old thirst trap who's already been with um Fernando Tatís Jr. got kicked off the 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 San Diego Padres cheer team who's begging bauer to do all this shit to her and he's like okay fine like a moron by the way he is a moron i just don't know if he's committed a crime exactly
2: right this is the classic and look as you like to say i think hey it's a podcast so we can say this right right but look i don't most of the things that you mentioned in that trail of what he did to her were before she scheduled the second I know. So you can't tell me in any way, shape, or form, you can't tell me there's a problem with it for her when she says, And what are you doing next week? I'm sorry. (laughs) No. But the point there is that makes it not a crime in some way. I'm just going to say it's not a crime, it's not criminal. But it's not a good look oh, for the Dodgers. No, it's it's so the, the worst. Not playing.
1: It's the worst look possible. So yeah, you're yeah, probably you like to, Yeah, you're probably right. They'll just they'll park him and they'll figure out what right. to do in the off let the off season simmer it down, let the case yeah. sort of gently fall apart and waft away. And then be like, What? Did something happen? Oh yeah. Never mind. Yeah, you Gotta right.
2: let this one go. Yeah. All
1: right. Are you have you been watching any of the Olympics?
2: Not really. It's on. Um I, I have not watched much of it on. over the years
1: did you used to watch oh, yeah. the olympics well it's see okay look
2: it seems like all the sports i, I know there's probably 17 cable channels i don't know about but it seems to me in the last few years everything is gymnastics and skating and all the sports i used to love watching are you can't find them
1: well, that's a big complaint. People are like, right. wh- where is it? When is it? You know, time difference. Peacock? Right. How do I get Peacock? Do I got to download something? Is it an app? Is it on my TV? Do I have to pay? What's free? And on right. and on and on.
2: I have a simple rule about the Olympics, though, that I've had many years, which is I like to see who wins. I hate every sport where you ask the judges who won.
1: <laughs> that's a okay. good point. right?
2: You don't- I want to see, in track, I know who won. I don't want to say, gee, that was good, but the judges said, no, I hate judging sports.
1: Yeah, so I'm watching swimming on Friday night, and obviously the Americans are pretty much the dominant country in swimming. What we should be in soccer, but we're not in terms of per capita dollars spent on youth soccer, uh, our per capita dollars spent on swimming produces a shit ton of epic swimmers from everybody from Mark Spitz. Uh, to Michael Phelps and all the ladies along the way as well, and Katie Ledecky is the latest one. So Ledecky is in her wheelhouse event, the 1500, right, the long-distance one, Yeah, and they showed a graphic. She owns the top 23 times worldwide, any pool, any country, any continent, any competition, the top 23 times in that event for women, Katie Ledecky.
2: Boom. Yeah. That's the other part I don't like about that though, is you see a good swimmer, Phelps or whoever. You win the one hundred, the two hundred, the four hundred, the eight hundred really? Do you just have to keep drawing lines and the same guy wins?
1: <laughs> well, the dominant ones can win a lot of different disciplines, the sprints and the Very long exciting. distance ones. Uh, but it, it, it is hard to be really good in multiple ones. Apparently, uh so this guy, uh, oh god, Caleb, uh, what's his name? The uh, the guy from Florida. They did a piece on him as Florida man. He's like this proud Florida dude. He's like, yeehaw! You know, he's got a big old tattooed tattoo. Caleb uh, swimmer. Caleb Dressel. Yeah. Caleb Dresser. Okay, Dressel. Okay, he looks huge. I mean, he's he's like six four, and he was skinny, but then he put on a lot of weight. And apparently, he's faster off the blocks. Than anyone else in the history of swimming by like five tenths of a second, which is forever in swimming, right? Yeah. So they talked about how he would just like perfected his launch and he's got the best launch angle and he does, he gets to the 15 meter mark in these events faster than they went back and looked at tapes of old Olympics and and old competitions. Like, I don't think anyone's ever made to the 15, you know, uh, meter mark in 5.1 seconds before. And he does it all the time. That's
2: called too much time on your hands.
1: Well, yeah, and so it's great. We love it when our Americans win in swimming. We don't give a shit when the Australians win, right? We don't really care about the sport. It's just a very jingoistic exercise to sit at home and go, yay, yay. And then they've got the watch parties of the families back home, and everyone's like, oh, isn't that great? But it's pretty hard to choke in swimming as well. You know what I mean? Seems
2: like it. If you, can, you know, there's not a lot of upsets. That's for yeah. sure.
1: Uh softball. Did you watch any of the Olympic softball? Did not. <laughs> Here's a question for you, Mister X, because you love baseball and you've coached yeah. your boys in baseball, little league, over the years. I think softball is the most bastardized, crippled, dumbed down version of baseball I've ever seen. It's pretty much devoid of almost all of the action and strategy of actual baseball. Question: Why don't we just teach girls to play baseball? That's not the worst question. I don't know. How do you think nine, ten, eleven-year-old girls would do at baseball? Oh, we always had girls in Little League. It was always there's always one. There is always one, right? Or or even a handful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why not give them? Why not give them? As the movie title goes. A league of their own.
2: Well, it, it's okay. We're just going to get ourselves in trouble talking about this one. But what it is is that you know the bigger field, it, it, the, the strength difference. They can play the same kind of game on the on have, the, them, on the
1: have them play field. have them play a little league sized field, sixty feet six inches or excuse me, forty five feet pitcher's mound, and sixty feet between the bases. Well, that's what the softball field is. Well, yeah, but have them play baseball on that softball.
2: Well, field. if You play baseball there; be just they'd be too good. They'd be just home run derby in it, too.
1: like crazy. Yeah, they, really? They'd be better than that? Yeah, oh, sure. I yeah. don't know, man, because Maybe something in the middle is the way to go. But- well, has have we ever have we ever tried it with fully grown, post-pubescent, 18, 19, 20 nineteen, twenty-year-old women playing overhand small ball baseball at forty-five feet, sixty feet between the bases?
2: Well, let's, let me summarize it this way. As you said, four boys.
1: I don't know anything. <laughs> you don't know anything about it. I don't Did you ever coach girls on your boys' soft, uh, baseball teams? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we had, yeah, we and chose. how were they?
2: Pretty good? Well, I had a knack for picking the right players. So I, at an earlier age, um, like age 9, 10, 11, I, I had a couple. By know? the way. And, you... I, and be honest with you, I often, when there was only two or three in the league, I'd often pick them. In the drafts, because I knew they would do well on my team, and and you look around at who the other coaches were, and you didn't want them stuck there. Oh wow! That's very
1: philanthropic of you. Very nice. That's what we would do. Yeah, I do. I do remember the one year I coached little league baseball just out of college. (laughs) I was way too immature to do it, but it was still a lot of fun. What makes coaching little league so? fun and cool if you got the time to do it other than the fact it's a pain in the ass for the parents is that you do draft your team so you get to play a little branch ricky in addition to being tommy lasorda you get to look at kids at tryout and go you know what i think i could make something out of that kid that's fun to me
2: oh yeah as a matter of fact Look, I, this sounds arrogant, but I mean, I, I, I did 10 straight years of those district tournaments that you see on TV Okay, right. with all my kids. I, I, I mean, I, I had a, one of the longest runs of coaching. I'm sure there's guys with more kids, but and we always did well. And the best reason or the biggest reason that we did well was I most coaches would evaluate those guys at triumphs as to where they are, and I could see where I could get them.
1: Right. They
2: didn't get that. They would draft a little nine year old with perfect form, and I would draft the 11 year old, big, strong kid who hadn't played, and in a month he was going to be hitting dingers. And, <laughs> and they would always wonder why my teams were loaded. And it's like, I used to say, go to the park and watch the kids play pick up anything. They don't pick the little kid with good form. <laughs> They pick the big boy because bigger and stronger beats smaller and weaker. So I would always draft the kids who have been, you know, maybe coming over from lacrosse or some other sport and they'd look awkward at tryouts. And then we teach them uh, to hit the ball. And all of a sudden we'd be loaded. You're right. That was the fun part.
1: Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something, something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over and my bookie, there is no off season. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at MyBookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to MyBookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah. Johnny Come Latelys, you want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years. My bookie, my bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know, maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules, you name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code Charlie Zulu Alpha Bravo Echo. That's promo code Zabe, and get your deposit matched halfway up to a thousand dollars. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag. All right, uh, let's loop back to some of your stuff you had for me on the uh, email here, and I'm looking at it right now. Uh, Dodgers becoming like the NBA.
2: Yeah, the, uh, yeah, we kind of hit that. I mean, they're just so loaded. The way these super teams and the you know everyone wants to play on the same team in the NBA. I mean, my gosh, the Dodgers are doing that. It's ridiculous how deep they are. Your ridiculous. quote
1: though in the email is the only thing dumber than spending three hundred oh, yeah. million dollars on payroll is yeah. not spending. 325 when you yeah to. we
2: said that on the show in march when i said the reason <laughs> i the dodgers were gonna win is i i said that to you at the time was like once you it's like once you're this deep if they if they had any injuries or in this case reality they had some serious off years you're in this deep let's go you know grab the shirt you don't spend that much and then say well it didn't work you right. got to keep going once you get this deep and that's what they've done yeah
1: You also took the Brewers at the All-Star break, and you let your subscribers know that. My Milwaukee boys were both excited and a little bit nervous about that. Why did you like the Brewers at the break?
2: Yeah, uh, um, three reasons. One, the Brewers are good. But the biggest reason we took them at the break was it's kind of like in NCAA. If you look at the bracket, sometimes you get a team off to the Final Four that you don't necessarily think is great, but you look at the bracket and you like it. The National League right now has three, you know, super teams out West, um, Dodgers, Giants, Padres, and then the Brewers. Well, the three out West are going to match up on one half of the bracket. Right. And I figured the Brewers, first of all, are the one team that's going to the only team in the NL going to should have a cakewalk to the division title. And that matters in baseball when you can line up your rotation, have the pitching staff fresh and ready for game one, as opposed to, you know, playing the last weekend of the year it's important. And even though everyone still thinks the Mets are good, I'm not, you know, they, it's, we're pretty deep in the air for a team that is still a mediocre team. Right. So I like the fact the brewers get round one with the Mets while out West, you take those three good teams and two of them play in the wild card and the winner plays the other one. So I feel like they got a, a, a easy path to the NL finals. And since they were six or seven to one at the time we took them, I feel like, Okay, we'll be laying off on the other side at the end. Oh, and the other reason I made everyone take them before the All Star game was that was the week the Bucks looked like they were about to win. So I said to, you know, get the Brewers now because all that Buck money in <laughs> Milwaukee is going to roll to the Brewers when they go, What do I do with this money?
1: Yeah.
2: Hey, we won, the Bucks won. Hey, the Brewers are looking good. So that number did drop down to about five to one or a little less probably. Um, so I wanted to get in before that. Of course, the Dodgers just loading up in the last uh, week. It's kind Not of, good. You know That doesn't help. But I, I'll be happy to see Brewers, Dodgers, and then play, then play Dodgers. That's okay. Yeah. Uh,
1: by the way, uh, I've been daring to say on my Milwaukee show, three parade year. They're like, oh, my God, don't jinx it. Yeah. I go, come on, man. If you're going for Moby Dick, you got to bring the tartar sauce with you just in case.
2: Three parades. we got Buck's Brewers. Buck's Brewers Third? Pack.
1: Oh. Buck's oh, Brewers a... Pack. I mean, how can you imagine?
2: You don't get three parades unless Tom Brady comes to town.
1: <laughs> oh. <Tampa>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen to you. You're funny. You're a Patriot fan, but you're really a Brady fan, so I guess you've migrated to Tampa.
2: It's not a matter of being a fan, it's a matter of as you would say, I, I like money. <laughs> and Brady has been money. So let's, you know, that's where my alliance is.
1: All right, while we're on the NFL, I was taking note here before I talked to you about just how many quarterback experiments are going on league wide right now. And they're they come in a variety of flavors. Some are rookie experiments. Some are retread experiments. Some are experiments where they know the guy they've got really isn't the guy, but they want to give it one more year. There's some injury experiments as well. It's fascinating. I'm going to go through them all here, and if I missed any, let me know. You ready? Yep. New England, the CAM 3.0 experiment is backed up by the Mac Jones experiment. So they've kind of got two of them going on right now. Which one do you believe more in?
2: Wow, um, can I take none of the above?
1: Okay, yeah, yeah you're I not just, a, not a not a fan of either either experiment. I'm
2: not a Cam Newton fan, but I, I do think he is a, still a top twenty quarterback. Well,
1: he could be a lot better than last year, and he would still be unacceptable mm-hmm. as a QB one because he was so bad last year. But they had so many opt outs, and with the pandemic, it, you almost can't grade him on last year. Yeah.
2: It's you know I'm a, I I believe Newton's underrated um you know anybody could have Johnny Unitas could have followed Tom Brady and been a disappointment sure right but Cam everybody looks at touchdown passes and while Aaron Rodgers is throwing two yarders to Devonte Adams all day long. Cam Newton runs him in from the five, and all quarterback metrics don't count those. So right. that's the reason I think he's underrated. I just assume Cam run it in from the five as far as flip that little swing pass to Adams and rack up stats. Yeah. It's the same touchdown.
1: Uh, the Jets have the Zach Wilson experiment, uh, a yeah. little runaround guy from BYU. I, I'm, sh- I'm, sh- I'm shading against him being good, but I've been wrong before. Miami is doing the Tua experiment, which is – Okay, the first year at 2-0, not that great. And he really couldn't beat out Fitzpatrick, and he wasn't fully healthy. But maybe this year he's better.
2: Yeah. You know, as far as Wilson, I really liked Wilson at BYU. There's only one reason to think that he's not going to succeed, though, and that's called Jets.
1: Well, right. (laughs) Everything the Jets touch turns to shit. So, sorry, buddy. I don't think it's going to work. Philly has got the Jalen Hurts experiment going on. No, Thanks. Uh, Washington has the Ryan Fitzpatrick experiment going on in year sixteen of his NFL career.
2: Gotta love him, though. I mean, my God, he's he's the ultimate stopgap. I mean, he he takes. I don't care what team he plays on; they
1: yep. go eight and Okay, <laughs> but here's here, here's the problem with Fitzpatrick and and the Wolf. What's their exit strategy on Fitzpatrick? Yeah, yeah. Like you could go nine and eight this year and. Boy, does that sound oh, fucking weird! Oh, does that sound wrong? Oh, does that sound <laughs> wrong? They could go nine and eight with him, easy, right? Then what are you going to do? Yeah. Run it back for another year of that? You're not going to be able to pick a quarterback with your natural pick at nine and eight, are you?
2: Well, you know, it, I mean, the Patriots just took Mac Jones in the middle of the first. I and guess. Can you get one? Yes, but do you love to get that franchise QB? Picking one or two. Yes, yeah. but okay, so you got to be the worst team in the league and then hope you don't draft Ryan Leaf? I mean, that's yeah. just not a
1: path. Uh, Dallas's deck put-back-together-correctly experiment. I think the answer is probably going to be yes. Cincinnati's in the same boat. Joe Burrow, is he back together? He may not be available for week one. Pittsburgh's experimenting with does Big Ben have one more year left in him? My gut feeling is no. We'll see. Baltimore's experiment is can Lamar Jackson regain his MVP form? Yeah. Uh, Cleveland's experiment is, what is Baker Mayfield really? I feel like he is potentially on the verge of being um, Mark Sanchez
2: 2.0. You know who I think he is? And you guys, your crew out in the Midwest is going to hate this. He reminds me completely of Brett Favre. Oh, yep. shut
1: the fuck Wait, and
2: here's why. Here's why. The early years of Brett Favre, he would, make, he would run around, he'd make sensational plays, they'd win games, then he'd throw dumbass interceptions, and they'd lose games, and everybody would say, when he matures and stops throwing the bad plays, he can be good. And you know what happened? The team got good. And even in those Super Bowl years, his interceptions were higher than those early years. He really never stopped making those plays. He just got on a damn loaded team, and suddenly, everyone says he's
1: matured. I'm not sure okay. he really matured. That's Baker. I, I, he's know, got Peter Baker's got arm talent. He does not have Favre arm talent. Yeah, and he's not he as tough and not quite team, as big. All, right.
2: all of a sudden you kind of forget about the you know the ups and downs. Okay. Favre threw just as many picks in his Super Bowl years as he did in his rookies year. All
1: right. Your your card table with the uh, Baker Mayfield is Brett Favre uh lemonade. <laughs> Is probably going to struggle to get people to take it. But you know what? Good for you. I'll let you set up right here (laughs) in the corner. There's high traffic. People want to come by. They can come by. (laughs) They can drink that lemonade. Uh, The Colts had this Carson Wentz uh, rehab thing teed up, and then it blew up on, like, the second day of practice. Uh, Ankle injury, and he may not be back this year.
2: Yeah, the Colts Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's, that's I think it to, I think it saved the Colts. I think it
1: saved the it was worth a shot, but I think it saved the Colts a lot of frustration. Cause I think that's a dry hole. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Jags have the Trevor Lawrence experiment uh, experiment as the number one overall pick. I think he's the white Cam Newton. He's big, he runs, he's got a big arm, probably a better passer than Cam. We'll see how he turns out. The Texans have this experiment with can we play a quarterback who doesn't want to be here, who's still under this cloud of suspicion from the league about domestic violence? Uh, That's going to be weird.
2: Yeah, him and here he's following the Trevor Bauer plan. Just wait till it blows over, I guess. I don't know.
1: Uh, the Broncos have the Drew Locke experiment where they're like, "Come on, dude, they're poking him with a stick. Like, be as good as you were two years ago. Can you? Yeah, but wait, didn't they didn't they pick up somebody else too? Uh, hold on a second. Up. Denver uh, QB depth charts, our lads. I might have forgotten. Didn't do the best research for this segment. It was a cursory bit of research. We're going to find it out for you in three and two and one. Denver, uh, they've got Teddy Bridgewater.
2: Bridgewater, that's who I was thinking of, Yep. yeah. yeah.
1: But I think their hopes are in lock.
2: Sure. Teddy Bridgewater is the best quarterback that every team doesn't want to play.
1: <laughs> right.
2: Nobody wants to play him and he keeps playing okay.
1: Right. Uh the the Raiders have this Derek Carr experiment going where yeah. they know he's just not that guy, but they don't have anything else right now.
2: Yep. Yeah. yeah, you're they're in that business and they're gonna stay in it. Yeah.
1: Uh meanwhile the Lions are in the Jared Goff experiment. I think he sucks. The Bears are hoping Justin Fields was worth that first round pick and the move up. They've got Andy Dalton penciled in as the starter, but he fucking sucks at this point. And they got Nick Foles. So the Bears have a big pile of half ideas. Yeah.
2: I, I actually think Fields is going to be okay. Okay. But we'll see.
1: Uh, Kirk is hanging on by a thread in Minnesota, probably his last year. Kellen Mond. Kirk's
2: gonna be the first guy that's gonna be hanging on by a thread for twenty five straight years.
1: <laughs> probably so. Uh the Panthers are rolling with Sam fucking Darnold. Well
2: good
1: the luck Saints have a Jameis Winston Taysom Hill experiment going on.
2: Yeah. That's, a, that's the strangest combination. But you know what's going to happen there? I guarantee it. Sean Payton's going to overcoach the crap out of that team and probably play them both because right. that way he looks smarter.
1: And then the Rams are in the Matt Stafford business. We'll see how many games he starts because he's so injury prone. And the Niners have Jimmy Garoppolo hanging on by a thread because they drafted Trey Lance. Who they really, really like as a first-round pick.
2: They must. All they gave up. They were going to really – you know, Stafford reminds me at this point – well, no, I'm not going to go that far. The thing about Stafford is he's been on such a bad team for so long – and he's always hurt because he's so beat up. The question remains: This is, the going to the Rams is going to make us decide, was he always a great QB on a terrible team, or was he always overrated because we always gave him credit for being on a terrible team? We're going to find out on the Rams, that's
1: I, for sure. I guess we're going to find out on the Rams to be sure. Um, all right, so there's your quick look at the NFL's quarterback situation because, as I've said many a times, it's not so much a sporting league, it is a TV show about quarterbacks, the NFL. <laughs>
2: Yep. And we were in the heart of baseball season. And now after this rundown, I'm going to have to you get me uh, ready for football. I'm going to have to get the website fired up for football now. It, I was going to be in the next two weeks, but maybe, maybe I'm going to have to do it oh. sooner.
1: Oh, it's time. <laughs> it's time. All right. So a couple personal things. You, you're back now from Maine. Summer. No, I'm in Maine. Oh, you I'm are? Oh, okay. yes. And, and Mrs. X has joined you yes. in Maine. And it you is, said yeah. <laughs> you don't think she trusts you alone. Why is that?
2: Well, for different reasons than you kind of implied there. But the reason is last year when I was up here alone, I bought the house. This year I was up here alone. I bought the boat. <laughs> she's kind of, she's like, I'm going with you this time. I just <laughs> I don't know what's next.
1: So have you named <laughs> the boat?
2: Oh, yeah. We went with um, the three most common words in my house the last 25 years. Don't tell mom. <laughs> you did. Oh
1: yeah. Excellent. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Although people were rooting for Rover and Over.
2: Yeah, no. I just don't tell mom. That's my I say that to the boys, the boys say that to me. That's a it good one though. All
1: the time. Yeah. So yeah. so just between us, not that she's going to listen, what would you buy next? What would I don't you now? Snowmobile for the winter? I don't know. Are you going to go up there in the winter at all or no? Probably not. I do, I love
2: spring and fall. No winters, no. That's it's just yeah. that's not fun. The
1: guys were telling me this
2: on our lake. You know, they build those little shanties and they say they go ice fishing. And I tell them they have them in the store. <laughs> they have, they have fish, fish in the store. store Come right. on. And then they say, oh, it's just a reason to go out there and drink. And I'm like, I can do that in the living room. Right. No. No, thank you.
1: Next Friday, X one, X two, X three, yes. and X four. All four of your boys are coming in from all directions for a they week are. in Maine.
2: They are They we, we put this together kind of last minute. They are all spread out with, you know, two, two with summer jobs for college and two on their own. And we are getting together. And I, uh, it's, I think it's going to be right interesting. There's, there'll be some serious shenanigans going on, that's for sure. Yeah, follow them on yeah, TikTok for that. Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, now, you said one of your boys was away on some sort of uh, leadership conference with school yeah. in New Orleans?
2: Yeah, my CNU uh, son, who you, um, X3. In fact, I'm going to pick him up when I hang up tonight. They did a, his frater, all the fraternity presidents around the country of his fraternity did a quote leadership conference uh, yeah. three days in New, or Friday through Sunday in New Orleans. Yeah. Let's put it this way I, I mean, I follow him on the phone so I can tell where he is, you know, the app, whatever it's called, where I know where you are. I think it's interesting that most of the leadership uh, seminars seem to have been held on Bourbon Street. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you, not... you track your kids. Do your kids know that you track them yes.
2: digitally? damn right they do. Yep. They'd find my iPhone or whatever it's called. And the rule from day one when they got their phones was turn off that app. Dad turns off your phone. <laughs> so that wow. was the rule. Now, the, now that they're at the age where, you know... 19 to 25 you i've been waiting for the protest of like hey i'm old enough now stop it And uh, it hasn't come yet they're kind of just they haven't they haven't had an issue with it so it's all good and, and you know it's like hey the number of times phones have been lost and we use it to track down and find out where they are it's been helpful and you know they're still on my phone plan so that's my rule i want to know where they are all yep right.
1: uh did you see lebron shoving a fan at a concert no
2: No, I miss
1: that. (laughs) People are making a big to-do about it, saying, you know, Jordan would have never been this way. Oh, Jesus! I mean, LeBron is going to get away with that pretty much all day, every day. Are your boys, and are you enjoying the uh, basketball tournament in the Olympics at least?
2: (laughs) Um, The day of the – X two is my hugest Olympic basketball guy, and by the way, he's just. By the way, he's it's ridiculous. He's he, I think I'm gonna have to partner him on the website this year. 16 weeks since baseball season started. He's had 15 plus weeks.
1: Oh my god! I know he's had one. Small how many? Minus, how many bookies six, have he? How many? How many guys? How many man? Man's, how many dudes has he had to blow through? Who said, "You know uh, what? I don't need well, your action."
2: He's still with the where I've been for twenty-five years, and it's going to be freaking embarrassing when they cut him off before me.
1: <laughs> That's
2: going to suck. But he he texted me the morning of that France loss and said, "Does anyone have Carmelo Anthony's phone number?" Because he's a believer that Anthony is the greatest Olympic player in USA history given his record in the olympics he might be correct because anthony was there for you know not saying he was a top player but he might have the best olympic stat sheet of any um u.s player he's always been an anthony fan so when they were losing those gag what they lost to france in round one he's like they need anthony <clears throat> but uh yeah I, you know it, it's weird i and they talk about not this is the oh this is back to the thing you know how I always fuss with X2 and his friends when they always tell me how Larry Bird sucks and all that stuff. And I always talk old school and team basketball instead of all this one-on-one stuff. And everyone says, that's today's game. You know, when you have Kevin Durant, you don't need plays. Shoot the ball. Well, okay, how come these countries around the world that play together are kicking our ass? Okay? Why can't we do that right. with our own players? Right. I think this is given credence... To the fact that there still is something to be said. I mean, when these guys say, "Oh, well, we haven't practiced together much." Well, how do you have to practice to do a pick and pop and shoot threes? Mm-hmm. You know, that doesn't take right. practice. Right. And guess what? These other these other countries are are taking it to us. So I think maybe you know maybe everybody who today that says you know you,
1: you don't need plays when you have Durant, LeBron, maybe they're wrong. All right, Mr. X, good to reconnect with you, my friend. And football Your season club. is upon us. It's coming. All right. It. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. See ya. See ya.